creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Min Win. And we are back. Hello, my name is Min Win, and you're listening to The Lightning Rod. All right, folks. So for today's episode, let's talk about freelancing and let's also talk about loneliness in the freelancing world. It's really easy for freelancers to experience loneliness in their professional careers. I certainly have, and a lot of my peers have talked about this as well. Something I've noticed really early on when I was first freelancing was I was alone, physically alone for most of the workday. And I think perhaps the biggest reason why in retrospect that I was feeling so lonely and really a lot of symptoms of depression was I wasn't getting a whole lot of stimulation. I would just be sitting at my desk or in the same room for the entire workday, and then I would leave that space and then just flop on my bed. So I wasn't really getting a whole lot of physical activity. Seriously, like I'm not even joking with you guys. There was a point where a fun trip for me was to go to the supermarket and get some milk. I would put on like makeup and like some nice clothes to do that. And also, that brings me to a next point, was that I wasn't really taking good care of myself physically. So before my undergraduate degree, I would be experimenting with a lot of my clothing. Even in high school, I would do this as well. I was known as that person who would wear like really bold and striking clothes combinations. But since I started freelancing more, especially now during quarantine, I haven't been wearing a whole lot of makeup. And I've noticed that I haven't been very diligent with my personal self-care. And moving on from that, I think the biggest thing was me learning and identifying the signs of when I am lonely. Because now I am still freelancing and I still work alone. But I think there's a really big difference between being alone and feeling lonely. And as I said earlier in this episode, some of the symptoms of loneliness were very similar to my symptoms of depression. And I noticed when I was feeling lonely in my freelancing work, I was eating a lot more, not because I was physically hungry, but I was eating more out of boredom. And I felt constantly, constantly tired and exhausted all the time. I noticed that I would be staying up so much later. I Usually, typically, I would go to sleep around midnight If not midnight, I would go to sleep around 11.30 and I wouldn't fall asleep until maybe 3 a.m. in the morning and I would have to wake up around 8 o'clock sometimes, 7 o'clock, and I would feel so tired and just unmotivated to work. And when I was working, I would spend a lot of my break times on social media just scrolling endlessly. So I would still be sitting at my desk just on social media now. So it's I'm switching one screen for another screen. So... This is another weird thing too that I noticed, and I never realized how common of a phenomenon this was until I talked to other freelancers and I read a couple articles on this topic, but for real, I started noticing I would go out and just buy needless things. Like I am a little bit of a book hoarder. I think if I was a dragon and my dragon hoarding thing, I would be a book hoarder or a DVD hoarder. And I would just go out and just buy these things that were just 
needless and unnecessary. And I noticed that a lot of other people who experience loneliness also are shopaholics as well, which I don't know. I, I That was, to me, I thought was really fascinating that I thought it was just a men thing, but apparently it's a legitimate issue. So nowadays, I am still a freelancer and I do have some commission work that I'm doing currently, but I've seriously dialed it down a lot at the current moment because right now I'm focusing on other things like working on my thesis, trying to graduate on time in a timely manner. And I have moved away from full-time freelancing, but I have taken these techniques that I have learned from my time freelancing and I still use them because right now I am spending a lot of my day physically alone. And some of the things that I really like to do and that have worked for me is number one, I understand that now we're in quarantine, but I like to work outside if that's possible on my porch or if you are in an apartment and you have a maybe a communal space, that would be a cool place to just work. And I understand, again, with quarantine, I don't know, certain apartments, their policies might be different. So if you do have a space where you can sit outside, that would really, really help. So before quarantine, what I would like to do is I would like to work in a public space that just allows me some kind of stimulation that isn't in my home. So when I was writing for the creative folks, when it was just a blog, or when I was editing papers, I would like to sit in a library or a Barnes and Nobles. However, with that being said, I tend to favor the library because I can check out a book versus being tempted to buy a book or something that I might not need. Personally, I am a huge, huge browser. Whether it's online shopping or whatever else, there's just something really nice about physically holding a book in your hands, though versus like just staring at a screen. I really do like that tangibility of just having a book in my hands. So when I worked at the library, it was just really nice. I would not even work at the same library. Some days I would go to one library. Another day I would go to a different one, free Wi-Fi. And during my breaks or whenever I need a break from my screen, I could browse and I could look at books and read books which is a better use of my time than just being scrolling needlessly on social media. Another thing that I like to do, speaking of breaks, is that, yes, I like to find breaks that are stimulating. So for example, in my previous episode, I talked so much in detail about journaling and the wonders that is done for my mental health. Now, during my lunch breaks, I like to write in my journal for about 10, maybe 15 minutes even do some creative writing that is separate from my artistic work. But I still try to encompass it into my everyday routine. I have an entire episode about journaling for mental health, so you guys should listen to it. I really break down this great article from Psychology Today that discusses different forms of journaling and the methods that I like. So definitely check out that episode if you want to get into journaling as well. I sincerely recommend it. I started doing it And it has really been beneficial for me and really helped me be introspective. Again, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. And it helps me to figure out my thoughts and really put them on pen and paper. So another thing is, aside from when you are alone, when you want to work with somebody, I am lucky right now in that my partner also is working from home and will probably be working from home for the better part of their time working at this company. And 
that has been wonderful. So we'll actually have lunch dates together and we'll get together and we'll work in the same room. And it's nice. Even though they are from a different world than me, they are not from the artistic world at all, but they still work from home and they are alone and they are lonely. We don't live together at the current moment, but we do try to find times where we can meet up together. And that's something that I really, really love to do. Even when my partner and I were not working together at home, I would still try to meet up with my other friends who are freelancers and we would meet in a public space together. We would probably meet at a Starbucks and we would convene together. We would talk together. We would just gossip about each other's lives, just like any other coworkers. And that's really nice. Another freelancer I knew actually rented an, a little desk and a workstation with other um, workers at a separate company. So while she was not working with that company, she was sharing a communal space with them, which was also really nice. And she became friends and really friendly with the other people working there. And it really fosters a really great environment. So another bit of advice, if not that, there are so many, so many Discord servers. There's so many Facebook meetup groups for any field that you could possibly be looking for, for freelancing or for people who work from home. There are so many resources for you guys to check out online. I personally have done a couple of meetups with other people who work in animation, specifically in visual development work. And one thing that I've noticed too is that it's really nice to find someone else halfway around the world who also feels this kind of loneliness. One of my really good friends now, I actually met them through um, networking as a freelancer. So they're actually from South Africa and we're actually really good friends now. And we'll meet up when the time zones align for us to do so. And we'll exchange art together. And there's something really nice about just connecting with someone halfway around the world who also is feeling really lonely, just like you. And now we actually use social media to share our doodles and to do art challenges together. And I think that's way more productive and way more mentally healthier than just randomly and mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, which I've done, you know, when it's just a chill time, but it's not healthy to do that all the time, obviously. So yes, as I said, number four, joining a server. Joining servers are really, really helpful. So one thing that I started doing is I will start joining these servers, whether it is for art, but also, I'll join these servers just to play games with people. So my partner actually will play a lot of online games with people, and it's totally separate and devoid from work, which is great. And it's a really beneficial, just fun activity to do during your lunch break or something that you can still have as form of entertainment and a meetup and a social gathering with other people if you are not able to leave your house. If maybe you have a meeting coming up or if your job is dependent on you staying in your physical space and maybe it's hard for you to work in a public space, then yeah, I recommend definitely doing a visual server or excuse me, a virtual server online just to meet up with other people if that is not a possibility for you to leave your workstation. But 
as I've said in a previous episode, try to maintain that boundary of space of where you work and where you play. So for example, my partner will play video games in a separate room where they work. So basically there is a workstation and then there is a game station and then never the two shall meet because it just, again, creates that really nice separation and that boundary between your workspace and your play space. So this is something that I do, and this is my final point that I think has really helped me along with my isolation, especially during quarantine, is after work or even during my breaks, something that I like to do is take care of myself physically. I really like to experiment with makeup for self-care routines and just really take that moment to practice self-care, whether it's doing a face mask, whether it's lotions, whether it's doing a skincare routine. I like to do that right before I go to sleep or right after work because it's very grounding, number one. I actually might make a whole episode just on doing a self-care routine and my self-care routine that's really helped me and really grounded me. I might make that a Wellness Wednesday. But yes, as I've said earlier in this episode, one thing that I struggled with was taking care of my self-care routine because I was alone most of the time. I wouldn't be in the public eye. So I had this mentality of, ah, whatever, I can slack off. But I noticed that it really affected me mentally. So now after work, what I like to do is I like to create like a lookbook of different clothes and just pair different outfits together. It's a time for me just to relax. And for me, that is really relaxing is just trying on different clothes and just pairing different outfits together. If that's not your thing, totally cool. I totally understand it. I am a little bit of a fashion snob, so that's something that I like to do. But if that's something that you don't like to do, um, I have a great friend of mine where his self-care routine is he likes to lift weights in between and during his breaks or after work, right after work, he will go and lift weights. I have another great friend um, at home. She has a punching bag where she will practice boxing. Anything that gives you some form of physical stimulation or a self-care routine after work, I really recommend, or even during your work break. So when I was working actually at um, Georgia State in the Career Service Center, I had about a 30 to 45 minute break. And the good thing about working at a university is that the gym was right next door to where I worked, where I like to just pop on over and just do a quick 10 minute run on the treadmill just to get me moving a little bit. So to conclude this episode, the biggest takeaway, I think, is just having some form of stimulation. Like we discussed in previous episodes as well, having a proper boundary for your workspaces, your fun spaces, and that's basically it for this episode. I touched on a lot of points, but I would love to hear what you guys do and what you guys like to do as freelancers. Do you experience loneliness as a freelancer? And how do you guys cope with it? We would love to hear your journey. Anyways, this concludes this episode of The Lightning Rod. My name is Min Nguyen, and I am signing out. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks. 